Welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior, healing heroes one dive at a time. Hey, welcome to this episode. Been trying out some brand new gear, so please excuse me while I'm still trying to learn all of this. I'll tell you what, I, I'm i in love with my PodTrack P4 that is coming in from Zoom. Uh, it just, I feel like it has much, much better sound. I've got a lot more portability than what I had before, and it's just been an it's just been an overall great experience. Now I'm still learning. I'm still trying to keep this simple. So I haven't gone in and built a home studio or anything like that at this point. But what I, what I am doing is I'm just trying to get a little better sound, especially when I've got guests on or if I need to record remote or anything like that. Hey, on today's podcast, I actually did a remote recording of myself, and I'm going to talk a little bit about anger. And I kind of freeformed this. I didn't write a script or anything like that. In fact, I was kind of at a low that day, and I was at a low for a couple of different reasons. I think think there was some emotional stuff that had been hitting me pretty hard. I had been working in an area that was really causing me to uh, not, not respond well to the outside cues. I was, I was working in a very noisy environment, which I don't do well in, one where there was a lot of crowd noise and people noise and flashing lights and all kinds of stuff like that. And if you understand anything about crowd anxiety or uh, you know triggering sounds or anything like that, you will be like, dude, I, I know where you're coming from. But I did a remote cast uh, with another piece of equipment that I've picked up, which is the Zoom h1n and for a mobile recorder it sounds it sounds fantastic so i'm talking to you right now i've I've tried swapping out mics and things like that again i'm trying to keep this very simple i want everything to fit into a backpack and i want to be able to to just pick up and go in a couple of weeks i'm going to be recording from roatan so i'm looking forward to that uh looking for that opportunity I do want to mention something that's up on our radar. April 16th, we'll be out at Ride for 22. For those of you who don't know, in fact, if you listen to episode 25, you probably heard me talking about in the intro before uh, before I brought Riley on, uh, we talked about how the uh, Ride, Ride for 22 really helped us with advancing our program in making diving accessible for adaptive divers. Now, we haven't grown that program all the way where we want to go yet. That is still yet to come, but it's going to get there. We've got some groundwork laid out. Problem we hit was we hit COVID. COVID took out a lot of things for us. And then something else that we've got going on. So I'll talk more about that. I'm really hoping to get Steve Exing on here to do an interview. That's that's one of my that's one of my hopes is that that we'll get him on here. And maybe if I do get him in the next couple of uh, days, uh, this will be all for naught because you've been like, well, hey, I already heard Steve because I tried to record these a couple of weeks in advance. So we'll just see how that goes. And then the other thing is you now have the ability to call into the show. And I really want you to be able to call or I really want to hear your messages talking about diving, 
talking about veteran issues, asking questions, making comments, uh, you know, whatever it happens to be, I want you guys to be part of the show. If you want to call in and tell part of your story, that's awesome. I really, really want that. So after the interview of myself uh, doing a remote podcast or a remote cast, then I'm going to, I'm going to give you that information about how you can also be part of the show. So without further ado, let me go ahead and play that interview that I did of me. So I'm actually doing a remote recording. I have been on kind of a journey or a quest on updating my podcast gear. So as in episode 26, I talked about some of the frustrations I had and I'm still learning how to use the new equipment. So just give me a couple of episodes to, to get that figured out. But on episode 26, I was using a podcast P4 from Zoom. I really like how I can manage and I know I'm going to actually capture the things I want to say, but I like how I can manage the podcast. Um, the one downside is I can't upload it from my cell phone, or at least I haven't figured out how to do that yet. I still have to have a laptop where I do that. But, you know, I also wanted something so that I could do interviews while on the go and I didn't want to have to carry the podcast before so immediately after ordering it and it shipping in as I was doing a little more research on setting it up I also found out that Zoom had an uh, a little handy quarter you know portable recorder it's it's smaller it's actually smaller than a microphone but it does so many different things so it does digitally capture and and stores on a, on a micro SD and that was perfect for today because as you can tell by the show title what I want to talk about today is uh, the really how PTSD and anger and irritability are all linked together and you know just a little bit of a backstory today today was not the day that I was really myself in my day job I have been, uh, well, so I've, I've, I work for a tech company, okay? And in part, part of the learning that I'm doing with that is uh, they have me working in the fabrication area. And if you're familiar or if you're not familiar with the semiconductor world, the area where they manufacture the wafers, it's actually cleaner than a hospital operating room, like 100 times cleaner. And... So in order to maintain those sanitary standards, you know, you obviously, you know, well, not obviously, but, you know, you don't go in wearing colognes or perfumes or anything like that. You can't chew gum, can't take food in there. All right. So those are some givens. And, but also part of that is that you have to wipe everything down with cleaning agents. You wear a smock, uh, you wear a hood, you wear a, you know, a, uh, a mouth covering, not really a mask, but a mouth covering. And it gets to feeling a lot like chemical warfare gear. Uh, not quite as bad, but but almost. That part, I, you know, I've been doing very good with. Um, you know, the other part of that is that, you know, as you process in, if you've been around, you know, doing chemical warfare operations, you know that there's, a, the, there's an in-process or, you know, as you process into like a skiff or something like that and process back out. So you have that. But once you get into the fab area, there's 
tons of noises. I mean, it's it's a very, very noisy environment. You've got the HVAC system, first of all, that is sucking air down into the floor so that everything stays away from, from the wafers. Everything's clean. You're all gloved up. You're masked up. In some areas, you wear, you know, you wear, uh, you know, iPro, that kind of stuff. But then there's flashing lights. There's a lot of movement around. You have the, uh, what's called the H, um, the automatic material handling system, which is basically robots that go on a track system and they're constantly whizzing by you. A lot of noise, a lot of things moving around. And for somebody who is already uh, not cool with a lot of stuff going on like that, it can really wear you down. And today, you know, I pulled like a 10 hour shift inside that area. And on top of that, I'm trying to learn uh, so I can convert a lot of the, the things that I'm learning from the experts into, into training material. So my brain is mushed. And when I got in tonight, I was not quite the person, even though I sat in, in the, out of my Jeep for a few moments, what I like to do when I get, when I get in and I've had a really, really rough day, I will sit in my vehicle, you know, I'll sit down in the Jeep for, for a few minutes before I come in. Cause I want to have, I want to be the best person I can. Well, I tried that and I was, I was actually pretty good in the beginning, but then I started getting some demands and one more thing asked of me and, and I just, and I, and I just kind of collapsed on it and I was not the person I wanted to be and some irritability and anger came out with that. When we look at anger and post-traumatic stress, these two oftentimes mesh together and what's what can be common in, in this type of, of a situation or this type of a condition is that the anger is really hyper arousal, which, you know, which if you've studied about PTSD or if you've listened to this podcast, you know, that that is, you know, hyper arousal is one of those, is one of those byproducts or one of those symptoms of, of PTSD. And unfortunately it really affects relationships with the people that are around you. And I found out, I mean, I was really sensitive and or sensitive is a bad word because it makes it sound like, you know, that you just can't take it, but it's, it's hyper, it's that hyper arousal. And it's, you have to remember that it, you, you, you have to ensure that the anger of people with PTSD can become so intense that it almost feels out of control. And that's the way I felt tonight. And I have, you know, not violently out of control, but I just had to, I had to escape away. I had to walk away, had to go take a shower just to kind of, kind of calm down a little bit. And even though I'm not physically aggressive, but you can become aggressive towards others with either the words you say, or even, even words that you don't say. And, and, and it doesn't, uh, you know, even though I don't lash out physically, sometimes I can lash out with my words and I, and I always feel really, really bad about that. We have to keep in mind that anger is just one of several symptoms in PTSD. And that, that hyper arousal that, that, that comes with it, uh, you know, that's, that's a, huge, a huge byproduct. And one of the things I don't, I don't like coming out in, in myself. So when we take a deeper look at how anger and, and PTSD uh, comes out, there's a lot of different situations where it tends to occur. And what I want to talk about is maybe some of the ways to, 
to help with it. One of the first things that I have found is I, ha I have to be careful that that I don't get into self-destructive behaviors. And I think I've always been really good about that because I'm not I'm not big into drinking. I hardly, hardly ever touch alcohol. Um, don't get involved in drugs or anything like that. But what can happen sometimes is that even though intense anger will cause, and I've seen this happen in, in other folks, uh, can, can cause people with PTSD to be aggressive towards others, more often than not, they'll try to push down or hide their anger. Now, that is something I do. I push that anger down. I really try to try to suppress it. And unfortunately, it has to come uncorked at, at, at some point. And while for me that's been effective in the short term, in the long term, it can actually build up to where it does get out of control. And in me, I will say things that I really don't, don't intend to say. And what I have always had to be careful of is that that doesn't turn into a self, you know, a self-destructive uh, technique. I think the other one is really around, you know, how, how constructive and destructive uh, anger can be with, with PTSD. People often uh, view anger as a negative or harmful emotion, but when you think about it, it's not always the case. You know, while it might be true that, that anger can often lead to unhealthy behaviors, like I was just talking about substance abuse or impulsive actions, feeling angry really isn't bad. Being angry in itself on its own merit isn't bad. It's a, it's a, in a, it's a valid emotion that we all have, right? And it's, it's an emotional experience and it can really provide you with important information. So, you know, there's, there's constructive anger and, and destructive anger. When we talk about constructive anger, it is really the type of anger that can help with healing. And it can, it can keep you, you know, going forward and, and, and moving forward and helping with that recovery while the destructive anger, kind of like what I had tonight, uh, can actually cause harm. And I think for me, what happens is when I need to talk about it, if I feel like my emotions are being minimized or I'm not being listened to or if they are turned around on me, then I get, I get, even, I get even angrier. And that's, and that's not healthy. And that's where it actually becomes destructive. If you're dealing with someone who has anger, don't turn that around onto them. Listen to them. And I know like for me, if when I hit a point and I lash out, that means that there's been a lot of other stuff adding up to it that, that goes to, to that point. Now, for our folks that, uh, you know, their combat operations, whether direct fire, in, you know, in direct combat operations or combat support operations, uh, you know, there, there, is, there is a huge impact on those folks. And, and even going further back, all the way back to our Vietnam veterans that are still with us, uh, Gulf War veterans, all the other conflicts that have taken place, Bosnia, Somalia, you know, all, all the little things that have taken place that are really big things. It's, you know, what we're finding is that it's, you know, obviously, I mean, the reason why we're here is that veterans are at a higher risk of mental health problems 
including PTSD and extreme anger. The biggest thing, and I have to remind myself of this, is that you know we're not alone. And if you're one of these veterans that, that deals with angers, anger like this, you're, you're not alone. I mean, there's, there are support networks and things like, things like Neptune Warrior. So there are different types of treatment options that you can, that you can look for. Um, what I find is that just you know, being, being in that tribe really, really helps. But you have to find out what is going to work for you as far as your anger management uh, techniques. So for me, <laughs> the big one is I just, I have to escape for a little bit, you know, kind of like what I was doing tonight. I just needed to, to watch some TV and really just be, do nothing. Maybe journaling, obviously diving helps a lot right now. It's really cold. I was looking to see if there was any space and, you know, with any of the, the shops around to see if I could jump into a pool somewhere. And that, and that wasn't, you know, that wasn't coming, coming out, but you know, I just have to find a way to, to, to level out a little bit and, you know, find some way that I can take a time out. You know, even when, even the very beginning, when I start feeling angry or, or for you, if you start feeling angry, you know, it's a skill that you can learn and you have to develop that timeout plan. One, again, one of the things that I try to do is I try to sit in my vehicle 30 seconds, 30 minutes if I needed to, I never had to take that long and just just chill out. The other part of it is I try to find things that help me to soothe those different types of self-soothing soothing skills. That's hard to say. Self-soothing skills. And things like, you know, uh, smells, touch, things that, that can bring me back into that mindfulness. The problem I run into is I try to find that. But if the source of that anger keeps poking at me, then it's really, it's really difficult. And I, and I find this with, with people that I coach. If they can't get away from the source of that anger, you know, if it's a person or if it's a situation, it keeps building up. And then, you know, what, you know, what we do with, with Neptune is, is we help provide that, that support network. So always look for some type of a social outlet, somebody you can talk to and, and just find you know, even though you're not going to get over the anger, it's, it's more about how you manage that anger or, or how you cope with that anxiety that, that takes place. So kind, kind of a little bit of a confessional here tonight that I'm not always the, the perfect person. And I, and I know I'm not. And just like everybody else that is involved with the Neptune Warrior and deals with anger related PTSD. I mean, guys, I'm, I'm in there with you. I get it. You know, I'm, you know, I've always said things like, yeah, I've, I've been there. I get it. Well, tonight I'm there and I will say things that are not constructive. I will say things that are maybe even hurtful and I don't mean to, and I apologize to, to those folks that, that, that I do that with. I think, Oftentimes when we try to be alone and we're seeking that solitude and we feel like we're lost, those are really the times that we really need to be found. And I'm learning in some very difficult ways that when you have 
you know, we would all like to get rid of friction in our lives. The problem is you have to have friction in order to have traction and you have to have that traction in order to move forward. So that's a little bit of my own confessional and in dealing with, uh, with, with, with anger. I, there was a, there was a point in my life where I really, really had to figure out how to get the anger under control when the monster would come out of the box. Now I wasn't, I wasn't the violent type of, of anger person. I mean, I didn't throw stuff or, you know, go, go lay down on people or or anything like, like that, but I would just have such this intense feeling that I would have to try to find some way somehow to try to get it out of my system. All right. Hey, I do. I did promise you that I would tell you about uh, how to get in touch with the show. And if you'll dial, I'm going to say this number a couple of times. So if you need to put the podcast on pause, go go right ahead. But you're going to call 208-450-5271. When you call that number, it's going to ask you to leave a message. Now, remember that by leaving a message, you are authorizing us. You're giving us the right to go ahead and put that message onto our podcast. So I don't want to have anybody come back and say, hey, you played my voicemail. Well, that's because you called into the podcast, and that's, and that's what we do with those. So the number 208-450-5271. I'll tell you one more time, 208-450-5271. Seven one, and that is the number that you'll that you'll that you'll call. I was talking to a bunch of friends of mine about some of like the best side experiences I've had in my life, and I, it really boils down to being able to become a part of Neptune and just being able to build that tribe and that family during a time I thought I didn't really have one. You guys are amazing. I'm proud of um, knowing some of the best drivers, some of the best people out here in the Northwest ever. You guys are awesome. Keep kicking ass. All right. Hey, thanks so much. Um, I had a little bit of confession. We were testing that system out, and that's my daughter, Abby, who got started diving over in Hawaii. But so when you call in, make sure that you uh, you know, speak up a little bit for us. Again, that number is 208-450-5271. I would love to have you guys as part of the podcast with us. All right, so here we are at the end of the show, and I am just, you know, trying to get that off of my chest and having a little bit of a confessional. And I've done that the past couple of weeks, and I know I've, you know, I know I've freeformed that a little bit. I want to keep the podcast simple. I want to keep it very real, and sometimes those conversations are real uncomfortable. But I, you know, it's just a reminder for me that. You know, guys, I'm in this battle with you. I'm facing the same, the same exact things, and you know, let's let's just keep supporting each other. Hey, I've also got another great piece of news, and that is that we are gonna start uh, extending our dive time on Sundays. But that means that we change the dive time. So instead of having to be there at 9:30 in the morning, get your gear ready, and then we rush in at 10 o'clock to to uh, get all set up. We're actually going to move those dive times to 2 p.m. on Sunday, so you get to sleep in a little bit. 
and then that dive time will go to around 5, 5.30-ish. We're still trying to work out some, some final details, but it means that we're going to be able to get our new divers in the shallow water around 2, 2.30 p.m. and get them started on their road to healing through diving. And then, of course, we're going to open up the deep end for our, our more experienced divers and doing games and things like that. Hey, guys, thanks again for listening. And remember, as long as you've got air, you are all right.